Blog Talk Radio. Paul Lawrence Van hosts the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show, an exciting and entertaining show. Listeners, fans, and followers are inspired, motivated, and discover strategies that assist them in improving their personal and professional life. Tune in, listen in, and phone in with questions. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in as well. Tune in, listen in, and call in with questions at 516-453-9480 and or join Paul and guest experts in the web chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. We look forward to you joining us for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Radio Show. And good day, everyone. My name is Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Wealthy Speaker Show, coming to you on this special Father's Day program. And why it's so special is because the guest expert we have today, he does things that help take care of people. And I think that's very important today. And, of course, fathers take care of people as well. And what I'm going to do is introduce Ali to the show, and then I will go over his bio. So, Ali, good day. How are you doing, my friend? Doing well, sir. Thank you uh, for having me. It's uh, it's an honor. Okay. G- glad to have you. And I'm going to go over Ali's uh, background here just a bit, and it is very extensive. But he's a former a Navy aviator, so he has provided service to country, and we thank him for that. And Ali's program is called T-Care Incorporated, and he's the CEO and founder of it. And uh, today he's going to share with us how he serves his ideal clients, some of the future business projects, and, of course, how COVID-19 is impacting his business. And he's also a 2020 Global Good Fund Fellow, and he'll be talking about that today. But really quick, I just want to go over some of the awards that his his company has, has won uh, over the uh, year. T-Care becomes a preferred partner of the National Association of Area Agencies on Aging, and that was 2019. And 2018, it was first place award in InsureTech Innovation at the 2018 Annual Meeting of the Society of Actuaries. And then 2016, the American Society on Aging's 2016 Gloria Kavanaugh Award for Excellence in Education and Training. And he also, his company also, uh, provides health insurance. Approved, he has an approved platform used by health insurance for long-term care companies to reduce family caregiver burnout and delay nursing home placement, which we all know nursing homes were highly impacted by COVID-19. By COVID-19. And the company's uh, evidence-based predictive technology saved Washington State Department of Social and Health Services over $20 million and a 2,300-caregiver pilot by delaying nursing home placements by an average of 21 months and reducing Medicaid long-term care services uses by 20%. And without further ado, I want to introduce Ali Amadi. And Ali, again, welcome to today's show. We're doing this for all the fathers out there all over the world. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for having me, and uh, happy Father's Day to all. I'm uh, I'm lucky to have my, uh, my four-year-old son with me, and... Uh, and my father is in town visiting as well, so we've got third gen- three generations here. It's, it's a good day. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. That is absolutely uh, wonderful right there because, again, uh, you learn from your father, and your son is going to learn from you, and it's just a, a wonderful thing on this special day. And I mentioned earlier that you were a former aviator, 
and you're also a technologist, and you have extensive experience as a software as a service business model. Uh, please share uh, that that background just a little bit, and then we'll talk about your clients af- after that. In terms of you being a former aviator, you are flying with the Navy. Yes, sir. So uh, I was actually the type of aviator that uh, uh, never left the ground. Um, okay. Our That's me. our That's squadron, me our squadron in the Navy was the very first squadron back in uh, early 2000s uh, to to be the very first new squadron in the Navy of flying autonomous systems uh, on board and off board uh, ships. And um, so we were we were flying different type of uh, drone systems uh, right. in a very uh, uh, research and development type manner in mm-hmm. the very early days. Absolutely, doing some acquisition work there and doing that R and D. That's that's a uh, powerful. And so you are on the cutting edge then, which which uh, again is a credit to you and the the Navy in terms of what you're doing is very very impactful today as well. And you're also a technologist, uh, and you had the software-as-a-service business model. How did that all come about for you in regards to your background and being interested in that particular field of uh, expertise? Sure. So uh, my background has has been in uh, enterprise software-as-a-service systems uh, where uh, after the military, I, uh, I worked for the Department of Defense for a couple of years and then transitioned working for Siemens Energy uh, on the nuclear energy side. And so uh, that's where I really got my first uh, dig into uh, getting exposure into what exactly does it take to implement and onboard new technology systems in an enterprise that is uh, very legacy uh, driven, mm-hmm. and so um, change. It, it, in a way, it's more change management than it is right. technology integration. And so, mm-hmm. change management in a large legacy enterprise uh, is a very challenging thing to do. Everybody likes technology. There's no sure. there's 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 no organization out there that doesn't like the sexiness of new technology. Mm-hmm. But to actually exactly. implement it into an organization uh it it, it takes uh it, it takes uh, <laughs> a, a lot of change management and a lot of systems oh, yeah. engineering to actually uh replace legacy systems so my background is in um applying different enterprise software as a, software as a service solutions in large organizations uh fantastic and we definitely thank you for that because it's continuing to make a difference even today, but you're exactly right. It's change management, and change is very difficult sometimes, especially for something new, and, and to be a part of a, a cutting edge like that, it speaks volumes about your background, which is very strong. So thank you for that, Ali. Let's talk just a little bit about some of your strategic partners with T-Care and so people can learn a little bit more about uh, how your company functions and who are some of your strategic partners in that process? Sure, absolutely. So um, before I mention the partners, I'll 
tell you exactly you sure. know, a little more detail of what we do. Our software okay, great. is used by uh, employees of insurance companies or state government agencies. Uh, these are typically social workers uh, that yeah. are using our software to help family members that are taking care of their elder loved ones at home. And so we are a enterprise-facing software exclusively. We're not consumer-facing, meaning sure. we're not an app. We're not a uh, we're not a system that consumers or the general public uses. Our software is used internally at the uh, organizations uh, to help family members, and uh, essentially we prevent the institutionalization of elders into yes. nursing homes or assisted living facilities. Nobody wants to institutionalize oh, no. their loved one. And so uh, we create a win-win-win situation where the elder wins, the family member wins, the insurance company wins. And so uh, by enabling aging in place in home uh, of the yeah. elders longer in their own home, uh, there's there's a win-win situation situation across the board. So we've uh, been able to establish partnership with some leading edge insurance companies and uh, state government agencies, including uh, Washington State's Department of Health, uh, Alaska's Department of Health, Hawaii's Department of Health, and um, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, we also have insurance uh, partners like Cigna, uh, like United Healthcare. Um, mm-hmm. We have uh, a handful of the Blue Cross Blue Shield health plans uh, that are right. working with us. Um, so these are uh, very progressive uh, insurance agencies um, that uh, have the initiative to help family members and help their help their members um, by um, applying help not just to the patient but also. Uh, applying help to the whole ecosystem of their family members as well. Right, the caregivers. That's very important. And I've done a bit of research in regards to uh, uh, countries that really take care of the elderly. We know Italy was one, Japan is another, and they have the largest lifespans of all the people on the planet. And so uh, a lot of them do not go into nursing homes, but they are in place, as you stated. And so what what your program does is try to provide that so the family member can be right there attentive to their loved one so the caregiver also, as you stated, doesn't have that burnout that's, that's, um, that can occur, not having space for themselves but also uh, be in that really safe environment for their parent or their grandparent, which I think is great. You know, I'm already on my kids about my kids are 16 or 13. No no nursing home, okay, guys. <laughs> Take yes. care of your father. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, I, I think uh, about. I, I think that's great. As uh, as we see the future uh, unfolding, and especially with uh, COVID nineteen, I, I, I oh, yeah. foresee that that's going to become uh, uh, less and less prevalent in our society and okay. worldwide. So. Um, we're going to see a lot more uh, aging in place initiatives uh, happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Ali, I'm I'm really still just blown away by the fact that, uh, you know, up to 120,000 people, citizens of the United States, have uh, 
you know, deceased as a result of COVID-19, which shows you just how lethal it was. But uh, what your program does is to help that process out because we know nursing homes uh, were targeted pretty hard, not only here in the United States, but in other, around the world as well. I think Ireland was maybe the only country that didn't have as much difficulty as other countries did. Yeah, so what, what you're doing is very important. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk a little bit, Ali, about COVID-19 and the impact it is having. And, of course, you mentioned earlier that your business has picked up. And uh, how were you able to pivot during this time frame? Because none of us saw this pandemic coming before us. We heard about it, but we didn't really know it was going to happen last year this time. So how did that? Uh, how did you pivot your business model and or did it experience an increase in demand or the past hundred or so days? I believe you mentioned it did uh, increase the business. But how did you pivot once you found out about it and things started to change at that certain point in time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, COVID has been good to us. We've uh, mm-hmm. doubled, closely tripled uh, the company size and our business uh, just in the past 90 days um, based on the raised awareness and uh, uh, attention that senior care and and elder care is getting and specifically family caregiver support. So um, what what we used to have in the past was basically a model of uh, doing a assessment of family caregivers and our algorithms determining what is their root cause to burnout and our system would uh, create care plans with resources in the local zip code of family members uh, to be referred into. Now, since COVID has hit, uh, a lot of those physical resources, for example, home care, respite services, adult daycare, um, other type of physical resources, uh, all of those ended up either shutting down or significantly limiting their services. So, what we had wow. to do real quickly is um, we and, – and I have an amazing team that I can't credit enough for that ended up uh, spending uh, nights and weekends and, and burning the candle, uh, the midnight candle oh, yeah. uh, on, mm-hmm. on this. Uh, we ended up within uh, a six-day six sprint. We ended up sure. building a whole virtual database – of uh, resource, virtual resources uh, for family members that were all either digital resources or uh, um, uh, online-based virtual resources to help family members uh, when they're taking care of their elder loved ones. And, and so uh, they don't have to be reliant on physical resources. So, uh, okay. for example, um, you know, some of the virtual resources that we built this library on is support groups, uh, virtual support groups, education on dementia, Alzheimer's type, different chronic uh-huh. conditions. We ended up building a virtual resources of of financial um, counseling, uh, legal counseling, uh, yeah. automatic bill pay. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, these were things that uh, in the past, they were included in our categories of, of resources. However, they weren't as um, widely used. And now we're yeah. seeing the trend of, of all of those virtual resources being 
the the trend of of usage rates are increasing. So um, that's that's how we ended up pivoting. And within a six day sprint, our mm-hmm. amazing team was able to build all these resources up for the fifty five thousand zip codes across all fifty states that we have yeah. and some U.S. territories that we have clients wow. in. And so mm-hmm. um, we were able to um, – that's how we ended up pivoting, uh, is augmenting our system to include virtual database of resources. Wow, that that is tremendous because, again, a lot of that was more so um, the, care, the caregiver may have to uh, go to the office or they may have to pick up some supplies. They have to, of course, pay for it. Um, and so now uh, they also had probably a lot more of the telemedicine, uh, telehealth visits as well, as opposed to being taken in uh, to a, a, a primary care manager. Yeah. So that that is a really interesting, and to be able to turn that around in six days and get the database going because the demand is just so high, and uh, every every day you watch the news and it's just um, the numbers just steadily increasing. And you know, I've, I've served 20 years in the Air Force, and I've been in a couple of wars, but I've never seen anything like this before. And I thought I saw it all because I've been around for a long time. But this is something that's just unbelievable. It's, but it's great to know that what your organization does, what T-Care Incorporated does, is making a tremendous difference. And when you mention uh, some of the territories and possessions, I'm very familiar with that because of the uh, Department of Interior. I have some friends that were actually headed up that organization. So you're looking at countries perhaps like Guam and Solomon Islands and and locations such as that as well? We've got – so where T-Care focuses on is where – uh, the federal government uh, CMS, the Center for yes. Medicaid and Medicare Services, touches. Services. And so right, right now CMS, uh, our, our health and human services and CMS agencies touch uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, uh, right. Guam. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. and, and so where, where, anywhere Medicaid and Medicare uh, is a health plan, that's where T-Care yeah. has augmented services in. So U.S. Wow. Virgin Islands, uh, Puerto Rico, uh-huh. uh, and Guam are, de- are, are areas that T-Care has a presence in. Oh, fantastic. And I had a, one of my cousins, he was, um, uh, lived on Guam for about 30 years. He was from New York, and he was uh, headed up their Olympic team over there. Uh, but, yeah, he lived over there for 30 years, so I was very familiar with that. And then, of course, the Virgin uh-huh. Islands, that's where, I, that's where I met the person at that time in 92 who worked for President Clinton as a part of the Department of Interior that headed up that territory and island possession. So, yeah, some familiarity there. And uh, one of the things uh, I want to talk to you about, Ali, and thank you for providing that information. Now, over the, over the course of working with T-Care, what has been the most fulfilling experiences you've had thus far and why? Yeah, thank you for that. Um, it's, it's been very interesting. I, uh, I came into T-Care from a personal experience that I was having, and, and that's how okay. uh, back in uh, December of 2017 – we ended up incorporating the company and fo- founding uh, the the company. And um, yes. you know, since then we've we've been 
very much technologists uh, building a uh, automated product. And when our system is out there in the field, we don't always get uh, to hear uh, the feedback. Uh, we we have from our we get feedback from our users, which are the social workers. But there's yeah. some rare instances where we get feedback from the family members directly, which ends up making uh, our day, our week, our month, uh, our whole year. And so, most recently, one of the uh, one of our users, uh, a social worker out in in Washington State, was mentioning okay. to us that how uh, when they served uh, that family member uh, in the three month follow in the in the follow up uh, after three months after the initial serve when they uh, were touching base with them again, that family member ended up uh, mentioning how T-Care ended up saving the marriage uh, of that family member by applying uh, help and resources that um, that that caregiver, that family caregiver was having trouble uh, with their spouse based on the challenges yeah. that caregiving to their mother mother-in-law was having yeah. and and so um hearing that just um really ended up touching home uh with me as that was my personal experience going through my caregiver journey as well so um sure. to to hear that you've saved somebody's marriage or you've saved somebody's uh family yeah. from split uh from you know splitting up or, or tearing apart i mean that's a very fulfilling um Type of and and so that that is a moment that I'll never forget of, of hearing that from our user um, that 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 was the impact of our solution on a family member. Mm-hmm. That's very powerful too, and, and it's like you said the uh, the uh, person that goes in and uh, they're giving you more or less a uh, almost a third party response, uh, but when you're hearing it directly from the family. I mean, the licensed social worker, you're hearing it almost third party, but when you're hearing it directly from that family and save a marriage, that's atmosphere shifting, which means what you're doing is really working, and, and, and that's how it's supposed to work. Because if you can keep you know a couple together, given all the challenges that people are facing, and of course we know that in that Seattle, that SeaTac area up there, Seattle-Tacoma area, they were hard hit, one of the first areas hard hit as well. And, Absolutely. And so that, that, Mm-hmm. They were impacted uh, quite a, quite uh, a bit, and uh, I, I know that that made you um, take a look at it for some of the other locations as well, to being able to get that directly from the family, finding out that what you're doing is really helping them and uh, making a difference like that. Anytime you can keep a marriage together, that is really a wonderful thing for sure. So uh, great work, Ali and team. Great work. And um, we're going to shift gears just a bit, Ali, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Global Good Fund. And, of course, you're a 2020 Global Good Fund fellow, and uh, that's, of course, a, a leadership development program along with uh, social entrepreneurship. But how has been a part of the fellowship transformed your, your leadership and your social entrepreneur platform over the course of this year? Yeah, thank you for uh, bringing that up. Um, the Global Good Fund, and and, and specifically Brenda, uh, she's a rock star. Yeah. That, that has oh, been yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. uh, uh, amazing to work with, and uh, and 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 the mentors that we've had. So, um, 
you know, one of the very interesting things that that Global Good Fund has actually helped me with, which I actually, mm-hmm. I'll admit it, I wasn't personally expecting it coming into the program, was how much sure. self-awareness the program has created for me in my uh, leadership mm-hmm. style. And I've yeah. been able to give my team members um, and, uh, and essentially uh, people I work with on a day-to-day basis a method of providing leadership feedback to me in a very mm-hmm. unbiased and anonymous way that that has actually been really, really cool to see. Um, uh-huh. You know, when, when, when leaders are, are in the day-to-day battle of, of leading the team in, in, in front of the businesses and, and essentially the uphill battle that we're facing, oh, yeah. there's mm-hmm. oftentimes not visibility or self-awareness in how um, our actions or, or, or the way we are treating the, uh, the troops, if you will. Um, yeah. and, and, um, so the global good fund has really helped me, uh, get a, uh, open angle into how, um, what are the strengths and weaknesses that I have in my leadership style and uh yes. and and raise awareness into that not just the awareness but also the visibility and how I can improve on those aspects and and um you know uh, i i was the the other thing that global good fund has has done is um one of the things that has been very interesting is you know for the past 3 years we've been going yeah. 100 miles an hour building the company and um Global Good Fund has actually encouraged me to step back and mm-hmm. put more emphasis on my own health, my own yeah. mental well-being, and my own um, essentially uh, uh, my, put put a, a visibility into my own care, um, yeah. rather yeah. than uh, how I was just you know more focused on building the company and. And that has actually ended up improving, not just for myself, but also how I'm able to relate with my team members and my peers as well. So yeah, that is wonderful. Global Good Fund has been an amazing, amazing resource, in, and the fellowship has been amazing um, in, uh, in not just helping me personally in my leadership, but also the, the other entrepreneurs that I've been meeting with, including yourself, Paul has been oh, uh, amazing to learn learn a lot from. Well, I tell you, um, COVID-19 has created a lot of anxiety and stress on everyone, business owners, solopreneurs, you name it, not, not just us as the fellows, but everyone. And so to be able to attend some of those crisis management programs that were being hosted by the Global Good Fund, that helped out a lot. Because it's always sometimes we keep things so inside internal, but to be able to listen to someone else and then to be able to share it uh, really makes a big difference. Which is also part of, of what T Cares does. It, it of course uh, improves the levels of stress and depression in the caregivers as well. And so to take them recommending you take a step back, I thought was very good because again sometimes we're just so focused on the business end that we forget about ourselves. 
So I'm really uh, happy to hear that they they uh, intervene and say, hey, let's take a look at uh, you, Ali Amadi, and uh, because they want to have you around, I want to have you around. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed interviewing uh, the fellows uh, because you all are just tremendous rock stars. That's the way I see it. I, I sit down and I read your backgrounds, and my socks just get blown off. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're doing <laughs> what? <laughs> And so for me, you know, and I've I've hosted uh, shows over 500 episodes of my show, and uh, when I bring in wow. a global good fund fellow, yeah, I bring him in. It's just mind blowing the type of things that you're doing, and yours is one that's life sustaining and it maintains life. And to me, that makes all the difference right there. So so again, thank you for what you're doing, and uh, that's why I'm glad that I was able to get you in on this interview. Because I, I knew that you would be able to pass along some information some people have probably never heard about, but now that they do, they know where they can go for a source, which I think is great. I think that's really great. So, um, Absolutely. It's an thing? honor to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, glad to uh, have interviewed you. I mean, I'm going to make sure I get as, as much distribution as I can because I know a lot of people can use it. So, Ali, we have about a minute left, and uh, I want you to provide listeners with uh, how they can contact your website, um, email, if you will, whatever form of contact that people can, can follow up with you uh, after listening to this interview here. Absolutely. So if you go on our website, tailoredcare.com, T-A-I-L-O-R-E-D-C-A-R-E.com, tailoredcare.com there's a contact us uh button there that comes distributes directly to myself and additionally uh anybody that would like any further information or get in contact get in touch with me you can email me at ali at tailoredcare.com so it's a-l-i at tailoredcare.com ah fantastic and thank you thank you very much and so, Ali, thank you again. I know it's Father's Day. You want to get there and celebrate with your father and your son. And uh, like me, like I said, I've had too much lemon cake, <laughs> and I've had too much peace ice cream. So sure. I'm going to have to ride my bike this <laughs> evening. <laughs> but thank you very much. And I'll also send you the archive to this interview as well once I distribute everything. So thank you very much, and I look forward to communicating and connecting with you more in the future as well. So have a great day. Thank, Happy Father's thank Day. Thank you very Ali. much for having me. Thank you. Happy okay. Father's Day. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day. And everyone, that was Ali Amadi, who is CEO and co-founder of T-Care Incorporated. Uh, he is doing some tremendous work. Again, uh, Ali provides uh, expertise and a platform used by health insurance, long care um, companies to reduce family caregiver burnout and daily nursing home placement. He's making a tremendous difference. And again, he's also a 2020 uh, Global Good Fund Fellow, and he also discussed the impact uh, it's had on his leadership development and social entrepreneurship as well. So again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Wealthy Speaker Show. My time is up, and I thank you for yours. Have a wonderful day, and happy Father's Day to everyone out there. We'll have another broadcast Uh, coming in uh, later on uh, this next week. We're going to have two interviews, in fact, and uh, we're going to continue this process. Have a great day, everyone, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Wealthy Speaker Show. Enjoy.
thank you for tuning in, listening in, and connecting with host Paul Lawrence Van and his guests. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in to another episode of The Wealthy Speaker Show with Paul Lawrence Van. 